The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter on Revolver. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. Welcome to episode 60 of Hashtag No Filter. I, 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 like, I almost am speechless about how much I love today's episode. It is with the one and only Ashley Longshore. And this woman is, like, I already knew she was incredible. I've been following her for a little while. I actually learned about her years ago uh, through Carrie Colbert, who has a bunch of her art. And I was always, whenever I was in Carrie's house and I'm like, oh my, I, I was always like just enamored and uh, I was always obsessed with the art and just anyway. And that's how I learned of Ashley through Carrie. And uh, anyway, so I was so excited to have this woman on my podcast. She is, she's not only the most talented and hardworking and funny person ever, she's also so damn inspiring her nuggets of wisdom and her like quotes she she said during the podcast and her messages I, I, like I swear I said it in the episode my, my jaw was like on the floor like I felt like I just wanted her to talk for the, like I didn't even want to talk I just wanted her to talk the whole time because I she had so many incredible things to say and uh, yeah she's just she is one of a kind she is a gem of a human and I am so honored that I was able to have her on this podcast so without further ado I want to get into it you're gonna love it uh here we go episode 60 of hashtag no filter with Ashley Longshore Hello, Ashley. How are you doing? I'm sitting on a fucking rainbow. She's sitting on a rainbow. So what exactly do you mean when you say you're sitting on a rainbow? Well, um, do you know how you get a rainbow? Well, like... You, you have to have a big fucking thunderstorm first. Right. So that's, that's how you get a rainbow. <laughs> And that's what's happening. I, yes, I hear you. Well, I love it. I love it. I'm so happy. I'm so excited that you're doing this and that you're here today. Everyone is very excited. Um, I put it all over my Instagram. People are freaking out about it. So let's start, even though I'm pretty sure every single person listening knows who you are. Can you give like in a nutshell, a little bit, your background, just like your story, how you got here today, like a synopsis of the Ashley Longshore life? I'm a self-taught artist. I was a nerd. I've got curves. I love who the fuck I am. I wear a necklace that says I would fuck me. I believe in the American dream and I have been willing to work for every fucking thing I've got. Boom. That's me. That is, I mean, amazing. Amazing. So, so I guess what you just said, you're a self-taught artist. So has art always been a part of your life? Like at what point did you start doing art? I think unique self-expression has always been a part of my life and that I always felt different. Um, 
from the other kids. I mean, I, I don't know how everybody feels individually, but I knew that I wasn't like a, um, just, uh, you know, growing up in Montgomery, Alabama, I felt pretty certain that I wasn't going to be like a, like a carpool mom. When I say that, I have nothing but respect for, for the way anybody chooses to lead their own life. We all get to make those decisions. Mm -hmm. So when I say I didn't think I was going to be a carpool, you know, mom, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not saying that to, to mean that if you are that, then, then that's a bad thing. I just didn't think that that was for me. Right. And so I've chosen a life where I create paintings that are my babies. Mm -hmm. I put them all up for adoption. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, having a, a career and, um, you know, making global domination, uh, you know, my ultimate goal and letting people know that what they have inside of them is the ability to go for it and, and to go for your dream. If they're willing to work for it, it can fucking happen. I mean, that's, that's, um, that's where, that's where I'm at. Right. That's my purpose. It's, in, it's incredible. Cause you don't, you, you don't come from like an artist, like you completely taught yourself. There was no educational background in it or like family that did it. Right. I've, ne I've never had a paint lesson. I could probably use one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I just kind of, I just kind of, you know, when I found painting, when I was 18 years old, I found something that brought me great joy. Um, and I didn't know if I was going to meet the love of my life or ever make a million dollars, but I found something that brought me great happiness. Wow. So I just started doing that as much as I could. And then being a full blooded American woman, I was like, okay, I'm a fucking entrepreneur. How can I go how can I go bigger? How can I do this on my own? How can I not give galleries 50%? How can I keep my profit margins? How can I take that money and hire people and build a bigger team? How can I really live the ultimate American dream, which for me is being able to have enough capital to make any creative idea that I won't come to life and also be happy along the way, yeah. mostly to be content, right. to be fulfilled and comfortable in my own skin, to not be jealous, to be satisfied by how hard, how hard I work and what I've produced, right. you know, um, it's, that's cool. It's amazing. And I, what, you know, of course you've worked and you continue to work so fucking hard. You work your ass off. You've worked your ass off to get to where you are. Those who are just, you know, learning of Ashley Longshore, which where the fuck have they been? How are they just learning of you? But if they are just learning of you and following you on Instagram and they see you as this major success, it wasn't always like that. Like, have you had, like, have you had low moments and those moments of self-doubt and like, what the fuck am I doing? This isn't going to go anywhere. Or did it kind of just work? First of all, first of all, let's talk about success because mm -hmm. that is a very relative thing. I can tell you about a, po a, po a point in my career where success for me meant I had enough money to pay my $600 a month rent right. and to go have sushi once a week. Mm -hmm. I think the reason why I'm successful and I am a happy, contented person, mostly, mm -hmm. is because I've celebrated every little step across, uh, along the way. Right. It was never, I need to have a Birkin bag and a Lamborghini and a $5 million house. Right, right. I'm going to work as hard as I can today. I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to believe in myself, have that inner monologue of, I know I can do it. I can do it. And celebrating every little thing like, sending someone an email and then emailing me back. I, right. I celebrate that. Wow. Being That's, able yeah. to have an idea and then 
to execute it onto a painting in a way that I feel is, is accurate to what I wanted to do. I celebrate that. I celebrate, you know, um, you know, the first time that I was like, you know what, I'm going to send out a constant contact to all 30 people on my email list and hope that, and you know, and then when five people emailed me back and they were like, Hey, what do you have available? I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. That is success. All of little things are success. Success is not two commas in the bank. Mm -hmm. Success is not having a closet full of shit. Success is being able to go, I did the best I fucking could and, and the smallest of little things can make me happy. You know, Oh, I lo- you're so like, you're just like, so inspired. You're such a badass, and you're so like, I know we just said success, but in my mind, so successful, but you're all, you're so inspiring like that. I love how you look at success and I hope everyone listening when this goes live, everyone listening, like can, can understand that and like celebrate the small wins. The, I mean, the constant contact list of 30 people. It's amazing. Like, yeah, fucking celebrate that. I, yeah. And, you know, it's really important to cherish the relationships that you make along the way and to really value and protect people that believe in you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to also know that, you know, and, and I've got some incredible mentors in my life. Yeah. And when I get around them, I shut my fucking mouth and I listen to everything that they say because I know I don't know shit compared right. to them. Right. No, I, I mean, absolutely. So, when you, you know, you're, you are, I mean, I, I don't know you personally, well, now I know you personally, but not in, but I don't know you well, but I know that you are the most authentic person. You are who you are. You, and I assume you've always been this way. What, like, could you give advice or advice, like words of wisdom for someone who's kind of struggling with that and just like, they want to be who they are, but they're, they're just, their self-confidence is lacking. Like, have you always been like this where you just, you are who you are. Take um, it or leave it. I mean, my, my best advice is this. The only person I will spend every fucking moment of my life with is me. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to get anywhere by going, you suck. You're not skinny enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not young enough. You're not a good painter. What if they don't like it? What if people hate me? What if I'm awkward? You know, all of that fear and negativity just seeps into everything. Yeah. Yeah. I Like, for example, right now, I could tell you, you know, what time is it? It's 11, 11. 11. 1111, which is a magical number right now. 1111 p.m. right now here in New York City. I could tell you right now since the moment that I woke up a bunch of bad fucking shit that's happened. I could tell you why my day fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. Or I can sit here and make the conscious decision to go, I am with my team. It's not raining outside. I've got opportunities to talk to people like you. I've got uh, meetings this afternoon. I've got a day full of endless opportunity to be positive, optimistic, and to fucking learn something. Mm -hmm. I believe in the power of today. I believe that today is going to be more good than bad. Okay. Um, if I if I continue to have that internal monologue, I think, I think, I think, I think everything is going to be all right. I mean, I'm, I'm a fucking optimist. I love it. self-doubt and and fear and those things are you know they're they're like a bad fart in a little bus (laughs) yes exactly one little fart to stink up a whole airplane you know right right and it's and so I mean it goes along with I mean you firmly it sounds like believe in the power of manifestation like you say it I mean I just feel I mean I still you know not struggle with it but I work on it with my therapist and whatever but if you're gonna say the negative if you're gonna think the negative thoughts they're probably gonna happen right like do you firmly believe that 
Uh, I mean, I don't know because I don't think about you no don't negative. Even think it right, right. <laughs> I don't. I don't have time for that. Right. Um, you know, I like to put my time into things that are. Um, you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm a fucking doer. I make paintings. I make yeah. sculptures. Yeah. I make chairs. You know, um, I've, I'm a make it happen kind of gal. Right. You know. Right. So you don't even have time for the negativity. So then, what happens? Like, and maybe you don't get any, but if you on Instagram or whatever, you get a negative comment or backlash of on something. I do. <laughs> so how do you handle that? Do you do you, do you rub it off? Like rub it, like brush it off your shoulders. Well, you know, I mean, I'm a human being, so right. a lot of times my first thought might be, well, I'm going to fucking clap back at this fucking asshole. Right. You know, um, I, I I did a painting that says it's time to stop not being Warren Buffett mm-hmm. because I just think that he is such an incredible example. Yeah. Uh, you know, not, not only do I love the fact that everybody has been in his company forever and his Christmas cards look exactly the same, it's right. just that people's faces look a little bit more melted. Right, right, but I, right. I love that in America, if you're willing to work for it and you have a dream, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So I posted that and somebody wrote, oh, you're turning into the exact people that you used to make fun of, oh, billionaires God. who've destroyed the planet and sacrificed everything to get their fucking money. And I'm like, I clapped back and I wrote, do you know how many millions of dollars Warren Buffett gives to, (laughs) you know, do you know how much, do you know how much money Oprah Winfrey gives to help, uh, to help people to rebuild things? Like how can you sit there and say something nasty like that? Um, And then then I'll block a bitch's ass so fast. It'll make head spin. I I don't have time to sit around and stir on that. No. Though, you know, I am a human being and it it always hurts to be misunderstood or attacked or, um, you know, especially when I'm, I'm just, I'm not trying to do that to anybody. I'm just trying to put out optimism and the idea that the American dream is alive and well, and that you can fucking go for it and that you can make it if you're willing to work for it. And it's not going to be easy, you know, exactly to actually work. And I think what I've noticed, like on, you know, social media, especially, but in general, like people, people that, you know, say something that, you know, take something you said the wrong way. It's not about you. It's about them sometimes. And maybe their own insecurities or something they're going with, or they haven't dealt with. So sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to give them compassion, but then I will block their ass. Like there was a guy that said something like he told me I looked crazy and I needed to take a shower. Like, fuck you, Ronnie. His name is Ronnie. Like you're blocked. You can't follow me anymore. (laughs) I I don't have any time for people like that. But moving on.com, let's talk about something else. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So, but speaking of social media, you have grown a huge following Uh, I mean, on both your accounts, what do you attribute that success to Do you say because of your authenticity, you show behind the scenes? Like, what would you say? How have you grown? I mean, I mean, we always talk about authenticity. We're all authentic. You could take two identical twins and put them in the same situations uh, for their entire life. But the way the human mind is, they're going to have their own take on all their experiences. We're all extremely authentic. We are all, um, you know, that, that's what's so wonderful about the world. We are not the same. We're not the same color. We don't believe in the same gods. We don't always have sex with the same people. I mean, you know, we're, we're all fucking authentic. Um, um, <clears throat> what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> it was about, Oh, grow, you grew, you've grown such a huge following on social media. What do you attribute that success to? I mean, I think you put yourself out there and, you know, 
you know, it's, it's, and it isn't just about social media. And I tell artists this that I mentor all the time, Instagram and social media is not the answer. And I mean, this is an ongoing, ever changing thing. I mean, Instagram may not be the thing three or four years from now, but I'll tell you what is the thing. The thing is working hard. Um, you know, I have my showroom in new Orleans. I produce pop-ups all over Mm -hmm. the world. Um, fortunately I've had the opportunity to be the artist in residence at Bergdorf Goodman. I've got my cafe there. I mean, that's incredible. I work with Berg. Um, you know, I have, uh, an ongoing project where now we're going to have over 50 iconic, incredible women from all around the world in her inspiration room. You know, she keeps calling me, darling, we're not taking down this room. We can't, it's too powerful. And, um, and so, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think I, and I also think people are just starved. Yeah. Inspiration and happy and optimism. Yes. Optimism and colorful and like, exactly. I don't know if you've turned on the news lately, but it's Mm. a shit. It's a shit. Oh, I can't even watch. I mean, I get my news from Twitter. I can't even watch. It's such a shit. Everything's a shit storm. So to see this colorful, amazing, funny. I mean, yeah, that's what people that's what people want. And I think people do appreciate how authentic when you when I put on my Instagram, like interviewing Ashley Longshore, send any questions. People were dying like, oh, my God, I fucking love her. She's the most badass. So real. Like they love your attitude. Like, I mean, it's true, though. You have such a way about you. So so you mentioned Bergdorf Goodman. I want to ask you about that. So you have this awesome collaboration with Bergdorf Goodman. So I so when someone might think Bergdorf Bergdorf Goodman and I'm a huge fan of Bergdorf's you think maybe a little more refined or whatever and you have you know some of your art might say you know the words or things how how did that come to be because it's a right like how there's differences there was that ever an issue or how how was that well I mean look I mean you know uh, I I curate my collections of art to fit the audience that they have I still you, you know you can you can um you can, um, uh, you know, edit the product. You can't edit the producer. Right. So, I mean, for me, I can't, I can't be edited, but, Correct. but, you know, we can certainly edit my artwork right. and all the different collections that I have to be very appealing and wonderful for the Bergdorf Goodman, um, clientele. Right. So, you know, that's what we did. And, um, it, you know, it was interesting when one of their amazing buyers first came to me and they wanted me to have one or two paintings up on that seventh floor. I was like, oh, my God, this is a dream. Right. And then I said, but I just want to give I just want to send over a PDF with my furniture, my sculptures, my art and let you know that I could also do that whole entire hallway. Right. And I sent it over and she said, done deal. The whole hallway floors. And, but, but know this, this was in October and the show was in January. And on top of all my other commissions, holiday work, my smalls release, I knew I'm about to work harder than I've ever worked in my whole life. I mean, just getting the opportunity is the easy part. Right. Working it and making it incredible is where all the work is. Of course. And so then they called me and said, so David Hoey, the legendary, you know, head of visual design at Bergdorf Goodman, uh, wants to give you a window. And I'm like, oh my God. So I just start painting like a wild. Well, I end up sending over 200 paintings to Bergdorf Goodman. I'm one of three women that's ever had every window down Fifth Avenue at Bergdorf Goodman. Um, And then, you know, we had such a huge response. They had to shut down the elevators. The New York Times wrote a huge piece. Um, you know, Linda was so excited that she called me up and said, we have an idea. How would you like to curate your own cafe at Bergdorf Goodman? And I'm like, yeah. 
you know, but, but all this stems from the hard work, right. all this stems from the, the inner monologue of, I know I can do this, not, Oh no, what if they hate me? Right. Oh no, right. what if I fail? Oh no, what if I can't get it done? It all right. stems from bitch, you got this. Mm-hmm. And you do it and you work your ass off and you make it happen. It's yeah. An- and I have an incredible team of people, you know, I mean, I've curated an unbelievable group of human beings that are brilliant, yeah. artistic, creative, authentic, unique, hardworking, badass individuals that are all a part of this machine that is the Ashley Longshore brand. It, no, your team, first of all, looks so amazing. And you guys look like you have so much fun together. Like, are you always having fun? I mean, I know you work your asses off, but well, like listen, it's, it's really important to me. And, um, it, it's crucial to my survival that, um, that, uh, you know, that, yeah, we work our asses off, but also that we, um, that we, that we have fun along the way. That's the thing. You work hard. You work harder every day. Right. You work on your time management. You, you press yourself. I mean, that's the good thing about life. How much harder can I go? I mean, I've already hit all my fucking goals. Right. I hit all my goals at 40 yeah. that I thought would take me a lifetime. So what do you do? You keep reinventing. You keep fucking going. You keep that inner monologue going. What can I do? How can I get better? How can I learn more? How can I be more creative with these opportunities? How am I growing as a person? How am I smarter in business? You know? Right. Exactly. So have you had a moment? I mean, how did, when did you, I guess, feel that, okay, I made, okay, I made it or, or, okay, this can really go somewhere. Or are you constantly saying, no, like we have more to do, more to do. Like, I know you celebrate the small wins, but did you have a moment where you're like, wow, like where you sit back and you're like, I made it. Like I did, I did this. I will tell you, I had a moment a little bit like that this Monday evening when I was at the uh, event at Lincoln Center uh-huh. honoring uh-huh. Leonard uh, L- Lauder, uh-huh. uh, the founder of Estee Lauder right. Cosmetics. God, what a brilliant man. And You look gorgeous. I- Is that what those photos were from? You had this like gorgeous gown on. Oh, yeah. My friend Dennis Basso made that for uh-huh. me. He's wonderful. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm sitting there and... Um, uh, you know, my friends, the Hill figures, Tommy got up and, and was, um, he's a very good friend of Leonard. And then Leonard was talking about, uh, Tom Ford asked him, he was interviewing him that night. Um, which by the way, I guess pick up a broom because I'm name dropping like it's nobody, <laughs> but Tom, like, um, who would you want to have a, a dinner with? And he said, Oh, uh, my good friend Judith Lieber and I like look down in my lap and I'm looking at a Judith Lieber oh. bag, you know, that, that from my collection that I did with them. Right. And then, then I go to sit down and have dinner and I'm sitting next to Dame Glenda Bailey, oh. the editor in chief of Harper's Bazaar. Jeez. And on the, on the other side of me is Brooke Shields. <laughs> Marilyn Minter is right behind me. I mean, I'm sitting at this table uh, with Gabriella Hurst right. and right. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm a self-taught artist from Montgomery, Alabama. And I've got Dame Glenda going, I just wanted to sit by you and we love your work that you've done with Harper's Bazaar. And I'm just like, oh my. are you shitting me right now? Right. But what I love the most is like, I can't tell you the magic and magnetism that I felt from sitting at that table. The idea that like, I'm this self-taught artist from Montgomery, Alabama that's just worked so hard and just 
also feeling so much joy yeah, in this. Yeah, and just and, and and you, I mean, you deserve it. Nothing was handed to you. You worked no, with your ass no, off. No, 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 it's it's not about deserving and all that kind of thing. There is magic in the universe. There is opportunity. Yeah. You never know when Dame Fortuna is going to sweep down and give you the chance. Right. You have to be fucking ready for it. You've got to be on point. You've got to be ready to work. You've got to have good people around you. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, you know. I know. I like that you say it's not about just deserving. It's not about deserving. It's, it's, you have to be, I, I love it. You're so inspiring. <laughs> like I, this whole episode, I, I, do you ever like think you like, do you do, um, public speaking a lot where you like, where people hire you to just like, a really good public speaker. you're, you're amazing. I'm a really good public speaker. I mean, if I I'm just like my mouth's like my jaws on the floor I'm like holy shit okay so you've had I mean do you have a lot of those kind of pinch me moments I mean you look you rub shoulders with, or you have rub shoulders with you know NFL uh, you know athletes designers all sorts of celebrities like do you get rub shoulders with NFL people the other night when we unveiled Odell Beckham Jr.'s yes. uh, portrait I had one of my Judith Lieber bags and knowing how much money he gets paid to be a line receiver I thought I'm just gonna throw this bag at him <laughs> And see if he catches it. And he did. <laughs> that is so... <laughs> I love that you threw your Judith Lieber. Shoulders, you can throw a, you know, a Judith Lieber clutch at a guy and, and put your money on the fact that he, he'll pretty probably fucking catch and it. And he caught it. <laughs> I love it. So do you get starstruck often? Like, is, is that, like, I mean, you you meet people all the time. Like, are you, do you get starstruck? Um, I freaked out the other night when I met Marilyn Minter because yeah. I think she's just so fucking incredible. Um, uh, starstruck. I mean, look, we're, we all, um, you know, uh, I, I think it's incredible to be around really accomplished people that have overcome their fear yeah. and that have really put themselves out there. I mean, um, that is, that is really, um, uh, I mean that, that to me is just awesome. And when you get around people that, that are just really great. I mean, yeah. I think you yeah. just, you get a little bit in their shine and you, you, you hope you learn something. Mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, my, my, my most important thing to me is building relationships and friendships yeah. and learning and mentors. I mean, there are all these different levels of success where you go from being able to pay your bills and being able to buy the artwork that you want to collect mm -hmm. to, understanding the greatest thing in life is relationships and people that are smart that teach you things. I mean, that's, that to me, I'm, I'm, I'm a relationship cultivator, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, through, I actually, well, it's a three, this is a three part question um, because this, I got asked this to ask you. So Inter and this that might be part of your answer in terms of advice, you know, uh, fostering relationships. But what advice would you give to an artist trying to quote make it or trying to you know who's working their ass off and they you know maybe haven't caught a break or they, what advice would you give to them? Never quit. Mm -hmm. Never give up on yourself. Be smart in your business. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, don't work for exposure. Um, make sure that if someone else is getting paid, you get paid as well, but be smart about it, you know, uh, understand your value and know that, you know, this is such a, you know, uh, a easy metaphor, but when you're first starting out that time that you have to only be creative and to really find out who your audience is and to put yourself out there is such a sacred time. Mm -hmm. When a farmer plants seeds, you don't, you don't pick fruit the next day. Right, right. 
how to be patient with yourself. I also feel like, you know, this is, this is a lot like fishing. Um, you know, when you have more lines in the water, you have a better chance of success. Right. And that's why I have just worked, 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 worked. Right. Um, and that's, know. and I either, I think I actually saw, or someone, I was talking about this with someone the other day, like an overnight success. People say, Oh, overnight success. Yeah. An overnight success, 20 years in the making. <laughs> I mean, it's not an overnight success. Like you have oh. to be patient. Um, uh, overnight successes are about as much fun as a one night stand. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love I, it. I prefer, I prefer to, to go in for a, a long relationship, you know? Yes, exactly. 100%. So what, what's the best advice you've ever received? Um, well, I'm sure it came from my father. My father is a, a, um, an, an abyss of wisdom. Mm. You know, he always said the hotter, the fire, the stronger, the steel. Yeah. I love the idea that even when something gets hard, um, you know, you just fucking go for it. You don't, you don't give up and you don't quit. I mean, I think I love, uh, the things that Diane von Furstenberg has taught me, mm -hmm. you know, fear not being an option. Um, I mean, I still get scared about stuff, but right. I, I, have to overcome that in my mind. Yes, bitch. Would you be scared if you were going up on a stage to speak to him on Bursenberg? Yep. <laughs> Would you be scared being, you know, a chubby, middle-aged, <laughs> southern self-taught artist walking into a room of 70 billionaires in New York City? Easy. Yeah. So you and you so you get scared and you push through it. You do it anyway. Damn right I do. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's everything. So what, and then is that the same advice you would give to your younger self? What would you, you know, your, I don't know at what age, if you were 10 years old, what advice would you give to that 10 year old girl? Oh my God. 10 years or old. maybe 15, you know. God, 15. How weird was that? Um, <laughs> right. Um, I think, I think, I think, uh, God, the best advice I would have given myself. I mean, 15 years old is so awkward. You don't know who you are. You yeah. don't know what kind of woman you are. The world was different then. I think, um, I, um, God, 15. I mean, I mean, I think I, 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 I haven't always been as confident as I am now. And I, I always maybe have criticized myself for not being the same as all the other girls. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, I realized that the thing that made me feel awkward then is the thing that makes me so great right now. Right. right. Um, I think it really is about self-acceptance, but you know, yeah, you know, I, 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 I you know, I, I also think that, you know, life is a shit storm, but mm -hmm. shit is really great fertilizer. So <laughs> say to my team all the time, you know, yeah. Today, Today it could rain money or it could be a shit storm. Right. We just know, you, you know, but be know. ready for both and have a fucking smile on your face. I love it. I love all your analogies, by the way. Very, like, I love the, I feel like I'm going to have so many quotes to give after this. So I have a question I, that. I'm a bite queen. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> I'm a sound bite queen. Oh, a sound bite queen. Yeah, damn good. Um, So this question was sent by a lot of people and it was so funny because it was all asked like, a similar way and they wanted to know for people that might not be able to you know afford your art but want to have your art and they were like I hope this isn't an offensive question like no, would you would you what of course it's not offensive and not okay that like would you ever consider like are you considering doing some you know art that's maybe I don't know more affordable for some I know that then devalues I have smalls release <coughs> twice a year Excuse me. I have one coming up December 4th. I'm oh. releasing over 200 
small 12 by 12 paintings that are incredible. Oh. And they're all indicative of the work that I've done throughout the year with, uh, you know, RBG and uh, nice. Champagne and um, Elizabeth Taylor, Audrey Hepburn, Frida Kahlo, Little Wayne, my presidents. Um, and these are these are in uh, around the $2,500 price range. Okay. I, I know okay. that's still expensive. Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's a better price for, for um, collectors. The thing, the thing that's important for me is that, you know, with this being a career is that, you know, I, I I'm going to die one day and, and, um, I followed, I followed the laws of economics of my pricing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and honestly, with the amount of, um, uh, opportunities and things that I have, if you look at male artists, that are exactly where I am, you'll find that their art is, um, you know, where a painting of mine might be 47,000, theirs is 180,000. Right. Um, and from self-representation, um, I've just always wanted to have intimacy with my collector base. I've wanted to be able to control my own pricing, and I've really followed the laws of economics by going, okay, we sold these 24 by 24s out so fucking quickly. Right. We need to raise the prices 10%. Exactly. And um, and hold, on, yeah. hold on. But that being said, I need to maintain the integrity of my brand and my collector base by not producing a bunch of, um, you know, uh, things that could, um, you know, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not ready to make prints. Right. Exactly. I have Artgasm, which is a great platform that people can join for $500 a year. They'll get four products. One of the things that they'll get when they join is one of my painter's palettes oh, that's hand signed by me. So, I mean, I've really created a bunch of unique opportunities and ways for people to have my work in their life without making G-clays and prints and iPhone covers. Right, exactly. And that, and it's so funny because everyone that asked, they were like, if I had the money, the first thing I do, like, I know it's worth it. I just want something Ashley Longshore in my house. And well, I and I want you to know this. I mean, I have the most incredible sales team. We do payment plans. Right. That's good I to mean, know. You know. Like, if somebody wants a fucking painting and they're like, Ash... I want this $5,000 painting. Can I pay this off over, you know, a few months? I'm like, of fucking course you can. Yeah, well, that's good. You that's know? good to know. I, I want to make this happen. And I'm grateful for anybody that wants to live with my spirit in their home. Yeah. I mean, that's, this is why I don't work with galleries. It's a right. very cool uh, experience to know my collectors. It's so cool that, I mean, who wouldn't want your spirit in their home? Like, I, I mean, come on. <laughs> that's like, it's amazing. I love There's it. There's plenty of people because a, a lot of people like to live and, and, and I don't judge, I don't, I don't judge people. If you love to have a house that's beige and very calm, I don't know, maybe you're like a, a, a torqued up uh, trial attorney. And right. when you home, you need a very neutral environment. Right. That does not offend me. Maybe somebody doesn't like strong, figurative, colorful work in their house. Maybe they're very sensitive and they prefer more of like a abstract environment. Yep. I mean, I am not the person that's going to ever criticize different genres of art or um, what people like and what they don't like. I mean, right. Dita Von right. said it, you could be the sweetest peach in the world and there's still people that don't like peaches. So yeah. yep. I, I believe that we all should love and celebrate what we love. If you don't like it, move down the highway. Right. You don't need to make negative comments. You don't need to try to berate people. Just Correct. find Correct. what you love and surround yourself with it for God's sake. Exactly. Period. Like don't like there's no need to be negative. I love it. God, you're good. You need your own podcast. Have you considered that? Um, I've got some very exciting things happening in 2020 oh. that are 
Just just be ready to have a television remote in your hand. Shut the fuck up. Can you say more? No, I cannot. Okay. But there's two, there's two very big things that have, the contracts have already been signed and <gasps> Um, it's, it's very, very, it's, 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 I'm, I'm really, I've waited and I've said no to lots of things that have come my way until, until now. Oh, um, I'm so excited. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Before we wrap up the last part of every interview I do, I do really fun, random questions that have nothing to do with anything we were just talking about. So you'll love this, I think. So first thing that comes to your head. Um, all right, let's start with, if you could have drink, I mean, you've had drinks probably with a lot of incredible people, but if you could have drinks with anyone you've never met before. Or who would it be? Living or dead? Who would it be? Oprah. Oprah. Have you met her? No, not yet. Oh, are you dying to? I mean, who isn't? Um, I'm living to. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Oprah. It's gonna happen. So, who? If someone were to play you in a movie, who would play you? Ooh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Oh my God, I love her. And what would the movie be called? Uh, one, two, three. Back to me. Oh, God, you're good. Okay. If you were running for president, what would your slogan be? Um, my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. <laughs> I love you so much. Yes. No. Oh, or uh, three fingers, please. <laughs> love it. Okay. If there was a plane, an airplane outside wherever you are right now, where would you have it take you? Uh, um, God, you're so funny. I, I would, God, knowing me, I would want to look at a weather map. Uh, right. <laughs> wait, are you, wait, hold on. Wait, are you a bad flyer? No. Oh, oh I am. I was going to start. No, but I'm, no, but I'm thinking, I'm like, oh God, would I go to Bora Bora? But hold on. Is it the rainy season? Wait, no, the rainy season is until February. When I go to Tokyo, that could be a little too much for me right now. Cause I'm exhausted. <laughs> you don't know. Do you know where I would go? I would go to an ashram in India. Ooh. I love India. I would go, or I would go to the Oberoi in Jaipur yeah. and I would get spa services. And then I would drink a glass of champagne right at sunset and watch the peacocks roost. This sounds amazing. Jeez, that's so. What what three things would you bring? Not people or pets or anything. Three things. Um, my face oil that I love. Oh, which is it? Tell us. Um, it's by Dr. Colbert. It's just like a really light oil. Okay. I would bring um one of my favorite fragrances from Eric Buterbau. Mm -hmm. You can choose which one you like. They're all divine. I have all of them. Amazing. He is everything. Um, and I would bring a marvelous caftan. Oh, I like that list. Okay. If you could, if you had a hall pass, you know, for like to, you know, sleep with someone else, uh, other than your Michael partner, who would that be? Michael Fassbender. He's in new Orleans right now. And I know, I know his wife, Alicia Vandekar, <laughs> she can watch or join in. <laughs> Wait, so why aren't you in New Orleans, in New Orleans right now with him? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in New York. You're work. in New York sitting on the rainbow. Okay. So, okay. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? I would masturbate. <laughs> I love you. No one's answered it that way. I'm so happy you did. Shame yeah. on them. The older you get, the more you got to up your masturbation game. If you want to deal with all the stress, this motherfucker's going to lay on you. <laughs> somebody, somebody on my team the other day was saying something about if I, if I was 44, I said, what do you know about being 44? What do you think it's like to be 44? And they're like, well, I don't know about energy and all that kind of stuff. I said, you want more energy? You got to up your masturbation game. Boom. Very you got to love yourself and be intimate with yourself. If you're going to get anything done in the fucking world. That's good. Yeah. It's actually a really good fucking point. Um, as hell can't make anybody else make you calm if you don't know how to do it yourself. So is, get busy. Ladies. Is that on a piece of your art yet or no? Is, or is that, mm -hmm. 
no, not yet. <laughs> not yet this year. Um, what were you most proud of in 2019 so far? I guess it's the year's almost over, but most proud. Being able to have my family with me at events and seeing how proud my dad is and being able to spoil him. I mean, he paid for a private school education. He's always let me be the woman that I've wanted to be, even though I'm sure he was like, Jesus, my daughter's weird. <laughs> um, but be, be, being, being able to have my family, being able to go out and have really fun dinners with yeah, my friends yeah. and pick up the tab. I mean, oh, that's, wow. that's, that, that's what it's all about. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And well, you kind of just hinted at this, but I was going to ask you what's next for Ashley Longshore. So aside from what you can't say and de- anything yet, anything else you can share? Um, let's just say 2020 is going to be the most exciting, uh, incredible year of my career so far. Wow. Holy Which, shit. So everyone needs to follow along. Well, I, th- I think it'll be unavoidable to not know about the stuff that's going down. But um, when will you first be able to share any of this? God, hopefully maybe maybe in January. Okay. I maybe to. Um, yeah. And then, of course, I'll be on Project Runway the month of January. Amazing. Yes. With my friends, uh, Christian and Brandon and Carly oh. and Nick. They're such amazing people, and the designers this year are incredible. I can't say right. anything else, but, but um, it was it was a dream to be on that show and to be able oh. to. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. That's so awesome. Speaking of shows, would you ever do? Only because I'm obsessed with it and it's on right now. I've been watching. Would you ever do Dancing with the Stars? Uh, I just think you'd be awesome on that show. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I would have to see how much they were willing to pay me and offer it and, you know, do run, run the numbers on what I can produce. So I'm not easel versus spinning around in circles on television. <laughs> That's a good point. Do you like, do, I just love this. Anyway, just cause they have such inspiring stories. I think you'd be awesome. Okay. Amazing. Well, everyone stay tuned. Clearly a lot's going on. So I, before we fully wrap up, where can everyone follow you? I'm sure everyone is, but if they're not, well, there's, there's Ashley Longshore art, mm-hmm. which is, my just very uh, full-blown, uh, in-your-face, uh, labia menorah, all-out <laughs> Ashley Longshore experience. Or you can go to Ashley Longshore World, which is really just about my artwork. And, you know, there are far fewer fucks on that right. page. But, but, both, <laughs> but both are great accounts to follow. You can always send an email to uh, VIP at AshleyLongshore.com. Mm. We can put you on our email list and you'll also be the first person to get the links to purchase my limited edition uh, goodies uh, and to buy the smalls releases twice a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, social media is just so great because you can really follow along and see, you know. It really, and what was the thing you mentioned? It's Artgasm, right? Where the $500 a year, is that right? Yes, and there's information about that on my website, ashleylongshore.com. So I'm about to do a new website, but the one I've got right now is good enough. Awesome. Get what you need. Amazing. Oh my God, I don't want this done. Thank you so much, Ashley. I know how busy you are. Thank you for taking the time. This was so fucking amazing. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Of course, I'll talk to you soon. Hopefully. Bye. Bye. And there you have it. Thank you so much, Ashley. That was incredible. Is she not the most amazing person you've ever heard from? Uh, Anyway, stay tuned. She obviously has a lot going on and a lot coming up. So definitely stay tuned. Uh, Follow Ashley. And as always, you can follow me at by Julie Lauren. And I will be back very soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.
I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.